Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today, we are talking about the camping classic, <laughs> The Great Outdoors, 1988, which that cabin was not camping, but, you know, it's close. Right. As, for as for sure. Get. Yeah. That's like, that's like an upgrade for me. That's like, hey, go li- go live live the good life in the woods with John Candy for. for oh my days. gosh, that's like that sounds like heaven. Like that's what happens when you die. You just go live the good life in the woods with John Candy. That's perfect. I like it. I like it. And uh, of course, uh, we always like to tell everybody who before we get started, if you're listening in with us and you have not uh, seen The Great Outdoors, please make this the reason that you go find it. It's currently. Uh, I couldn't find it streaming anywhere. Did you guys find it streaming anywhere? No, I had free? to buy it. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, uh, I didn't I rent to... it. I bought it. Oh, I did you really? Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, I had to rent this one. So go find it. You can uh, watch it so you're caught up with us and you can join us for the conversation. We'll give you a few seconds to go do that. And you're back. All right. Now everybody's up to speed. You've all seen the movie and we're here to discuss. But of course, Mandy and I, we don't like to discuss these things by ourselves because we just argue about stuff. We need someone else. <laughs> on the line to uh to help us uh, b- basically someone to take sides and we are very excited to have um dana griffin from the recap and gown podcast please welcome dana Hi guys thanks for having me Hi. yeah thanks for being on super fun yeah. i always love having a lady <laughs> <laughs> yeah Ooh, we, it's a lady, <laughs> it's a lady. <laughs> we generally deal with the um the comedian population here in the state of Michigan and a majority of them are uh, men. So it is, it, it is tough to get a, a female to agree to be on the show. And speaking yeah. of that, if you're a female comedian or podcaster who is listening in and you'd like to be on the show, please reach out to us because we would love to, to have a female perspective uh, other than Mandy, because we already know what Mandy thinks about most of these movies. Plus I think like a dude most of the time. So. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, she's so hot or oh, she's so ugly. <laughs> so welcome, welcome, Dana. Um, give us a quick rundown on your podcast and what your podcast is about. Sure. Um, Recap and Gown started uh, almost a year ago out of boredom during the pandemic. <laughs> nice. And there's uh, four of us. We call ourselves older millennials. Uh, and we talk about movies from when we were in high school and college that are about high school and college people. And we just basically reflect upon our youth and make fun of movies that we thought were awesome when we were 15 and you know now at 30 something we were like oh my god this is trash so that's what we did. <laughs> yeah well we it did. sounds like we overlap in quite a few uh yeah quite, for sure but you guys are a little slightly more pointed in what you're looking yes. at whereas mm-hmm. we will we will dip back even as far as movies before we were born as long as they were movies that we watched a lot as a child mm-hmm. so um before we we do get started, uh, we always ask our guests, how long had it been since you saw The Great Outdoors before we made you watch it for the podcast? Well, this is the first time I'd ever seen it. Nice. I don't, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I loved John Candy as a preteen, I guess, but had never seen this one. So this is the first time. So it was, it was, a, it was a good watch. Very, I was like, very good. Very yeah. good. perspective. I, yeah. I, as a child, would get this movie uh, mixed up with Summer Rental often. Mm-hmm. Uh, Same. I would, when I would think of summer rental, I would think of this movie with the bear or when I would think of this, you know, it would just, yeah, they were kind of one in the same in my brain. So, um, Mandy, how long had it been since you saw the movie? Mm, probably about five years. Okay. I, I, I think I've owned this movie at least four <laughs> times, like again, and lost in many breakups, you know, where it's just like, fine, just keep, keep the DVDs, whatever. Right, um, right. 
yeah so it's probably been about five years i probably the last time it was streaming somewhere which is why i bought it i mean i i just it was on amazon and i'm like i could pay 3.99 or pay an extra you know few dollars and own it and i know we'll watch it so for sure and uh, the that's what i could probably watch with kate eventually when she's willing you know yeah it is got it does have some scary parts but it's very campy scary sort of like toned down storytelling scary which is fun um (laughs) Yeah, and and besides, it's always good to give money to uh, the the candy estate. I I assume oh, they, yeah. they they appreciate it. So, um, <laughs> all right, uh, let's. Oh, and also, uh, I wanted to ask Dana too. What we get like kind of a, an idea of our our guest based on the answer to this next question. Okay. If we were to have given you the reins and said you give us the movie that shaped your childhood, what movie would you have made us watch? Um. So I, I listened to another episode, and I knew this was coming. Okay. And- for me, um, Wayne's World had like a very serious impact in Mike Myers in general. Like that would have been Wayne's World or like So I Married an Axe Murderer, which is like not appropriate for like a 10 year old. But I love that movie. as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've done both of those. We love okay. those movies. Yeah, Actually, sure. Matt and I, like before we started this podcast, we both the shit out of um, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Uh-huh. That's like all we would do. Uh, every time oh, I'd yeah. walk into a new place, I'd be like, you know what this room needs? A giant oversized poster of Atlantic City. <laughs> Oh, you've got that, one. All right. I love from it. this movie, every time I ever see the number 66 or six, I'm like six, 66 <laughs> times. And then, and then, and then, and then. Where is he? I've got the damn quote somewhere. So I'm using a different program to play our um, clips right now. Uh huh. And it is very much more difficult. It's to... Reg is his name in the movie. And he was the dad in Weird Science. He was. Yes. Um, Okay. Yeah, so that was weird to see him, you know, which is good acting on his part because I totally didn't relate the two when we were watching it. Well, I don't know. We'll find it later because I cannot, <laughs> I cannot find it at the moment. I do remember in a previous episode, Mandy, I think you referenced a clip or a, a quote from this movie. And if I remember right, it was this one. So let me play it real quick. Okay. Watch the doors. Whoa, trees in the parking lot. I think I thought I remembered you yelling trees in the parking lot in a previous episode. And that when I heard that, I was like, oh, I think that's a clip that Mandy will recognize. So. Maybe. It's a, I mean, yes, we do say that. But I don't remember saying it, but I usually drink during the podcast. Yeah, that's so. true. That is true. <laughs> Sometimes you have to just to get through recording. Yeah, for sure. I know. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so Dana, a couple of questions about uh, the movie watching process. Uh, First of all, did you, when you watched this movie, when we made you watch it, did you watch it alone or with somebody else? Um, My fiance was sitting next to me, but he was watching YouTube videos on his laptop. (laughs) Very good. Okay. All right. Um, And so that was my next question is how do you prefer to watch a movie? Do you prefer to absorb a movie fully by yourself or do you want to watch it with a group of people and sort of comment as you go? Um. I think it depends on the movie. Like if it's a serious one, I'm fine with just watching it by myself. But if it's like something weird or silly, I do like to like pause it and be like, what the hell? Like, what is happening? Like we, we watch a lot of TV, like now that it's all streaming and when I, we're watching like WandaVision, we pause it. And I'm like theorizing. And then I like comment oh. on something and then it's like, let's what like, I like to be like, oh, I can see where it's going. Let's let me show you how smart I am. So like, <laughs> I do like an audience. Very good. Very good. Did he had he seen it before, or he just wasn't interested in watching? Yeah, he'd it? seen it a ton. I thought he'd be excited to watch it because normally I'm making him watch um, teen movies from when he was already like in college and a, an adult. <laughs> so I thought this yeah. would be like, hey, this is something from your childhood. Let's watch this. And he was like, no. Very good. Very good. 
Um, and then also, uh, what's your go-to uh, movie snack? Like in a theater, if you were to go to a theater, what do you what do you buy for a movie? Well, I've been very spoiled living in Austin, Texas, because we have the Alamo Draft House. So I uh, am used to like very good food. Mozzarella sticks from the kids menu has been my main go to. But before that, it was like milk duds and Twizzlers. Snuffy yeah, in my large All right. purse. All right. So now that we have an idea of who you of are, who as, you are. A, <laughs> a, as a as a movie going person, um, <laughs> Uh, what I want to know is uh, we usually start out by asking kind of what were your expectations of the film and did anything sort of rise above that? Was there a standout performance or anything that you thought was particularly good about this movie? Um, so I definitely like I, I didn't know Summer Rental was a different film, but I also <laughs> like as you're saying, like I thought it was that like so I was expecting a lot more like shenanigans between um Dan Aykroyd and John Candy like I I don't know like and I also thought it was like a camping thing and like they're staying in this giant mansion on a lake like uh -huh. was, there were a lot of things I was like what is happening um so I was definitely confused for the longest time I couldn't figure out who, like who Dan Aykroyd was related to and I yeah don't think I, I could not guess it took me the I watched this through three times right I watched it first <laughs> just kind of as a straight watch. And then I watched it again and I noted down all of the clips that I wanted to pull as I was watching. And then I came back through and just went straight to the clips and pulled those clips. Right. And yeah. it took me until the third time through to, to realize who, what the relationship was between Dan Aykroyd and John Candy, which yeah. I mean, I, I guess it doesn't really matter in the, the, the grand scheme of things, how they're related. No, but, but you um, do wonder about yeah. it. You're like, yeah. who the hell are these people? Well, you don't, you don't really know until he talks about the wedding when you, we were at the wedding and Connie and um, Kate's dad. So you like, you realize that they're sisters. Yeah. Right? Those, like, those two do not act like sisters at all. And in no. the, at the bar scene, he refers to him as his brother-in-law Chet or whatever I think, or Roman. Yeah. Um, so that's when I was like, Oh, now I get it. So somehow they are brothers in law. And yeah, and yeah that's yeah. Like at first I thought they were brothers. Cause like they, they picked <laughs> actors who could potentially look alike. And then I thought, well, maybe Dan and the wife and, and Chet's wife or John Candy's wife are siblings. Yeah. Like, nope, that's not it. And then I was like, oh, Annette Bedding and John Candy's wife, are, <laughs> they're the connection. Because I was just like, yes, why are we calling him uncle? So, yeah, that kind of threw me off because I thought it was going to be more competitive between the two of them. Um, which I assume that would have been a better dynamic. Like that would have been a lot more of like that sibling rivalry sort of thing back when they went, when they were kids to the camp, you know, yeah. it could have been a lot more of that rehashing of old. That would have been nice. Or, yeah. yeah. Been good. That's how I we do. fix this movie. Sorry. <laughs> I, I wish that John Candy would have stuck up for himself more like watching it this time, you know, with a critical eye, I was just kind of frustrated. Like I wanted to punch Dan Aykroyd so hard in the yeah, junk. Like it was rough, it, I, but he gets him back in like little smarmy, like under the breath kind of ways when he's like, Oh, I'm old fashioned. I like asshole. I like to eat assholes. Oh my God. Like I laughed out loud at that part. I'm like, this is so awesome. But uh, sorry, Dana, we kind of derailed you there. <laughs> no, Did, okay. But what, yeah, what was the, so the dynamic between the two or what was the standout uh, performance sort of? So, like the standout performance i guess like i liked what dan Aykroyd was doing but i also having if you watch like tommy boy first you're like oh he's just Zelensky. yeah like, this absolutely. is where Zelensky comes from yep. um so stuff, i was yep. like oh we're workshopping yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> we're doing um but standout performance i don't really know because i'm also was really oddly obsessed with the john candy movie where he plays a soap opera writer called delirious yes so, like, so I'm used to him like 
being more of a bachelor. So that was kind of throwing me off that he's like a dad. I don't know. I didn't I didn't enjoy that. Um, yeah. performance. I guess like whatever Dan Eckard was doing, he did it well. I will give yep. him credit for that. Yeah, for sure. I thought Dan was great. Yeah, he definitely had a, a very punchable face in this movie. He was he was oh, very man. much a smarmy, smarmy asshole in this movie. But uh, Mandy, <laughs> just on a side note, I did find the clip uh, and I've titled it as uh, Meet Lightning Reggie is what, it, what it's titled <laughs> it. so, here, here we go. There's quite a hairdo you got going there, Reggie. You don't have a neo-skunk thing? Or? Roman, what are you doing? Well, he's got the hair. Well, you don't have to say it. His hair turned white because lightning hit him. Yeah. He's been struck by lightning. How many times is it now, Reg? I love it. It's like six is enough. Six, six is too many. Six times. That's the joke. Six, and then six, 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 sixty-six <laughs> times. Sixty-six times. That's. Yep, that's just that's John Candy. John Candy being John Candy. I love it. And then this did give me a pretty decent fear of lightning as a kid. (laughs) I assumed that if I was outside, it would strike me in the head. (laughs) So I really thought that that guy was going to have a lot more of a role in the movie later on. Like I really thought it was going to be sort of a precursor to things to come, a little foreshadowing in the film. But really, I mean, it just showed him outside being afraid of the storm. And then that was kind of. And, and he now he's kinda, 67. It's just kind of done, yeah. So Yeah, but. well, he's very attuned to the bare, what is it, the barometric pressure. Right, So right. we were like, we had to follow that, that if he's running, oh, a storm, <laughs> it was like. Yeah, trouble, <laughs> troubles are brewing, for sure. Yeah, it's doing a lot of work there. I mean, I feel like back then they did have the Weather Channel. Just, like, watch yeah. that. And, <laughs> so much of this movie would have been solved by cell phones. Like, that was one thing that I was yeah. thinking. Like, when, he, when he's, like, at the restaurant, when the boy's at the restaurant, he can't go you know, see the girl and everything. I'm just like, oh, this is why cell phones are so important now. <laughs> Very true. So as uh, as you're watching this movie now, did you guys, I, I felt like we just didn't need that side story of the the son and the, the yeah. townie girl because we knew what was going to happen, right? I mean, you could all, not only did we know what was going to happen, but they also just foreshadowed the hell out of it in the movie when he's like, or when she's like, you're not going to back out on me, are you? And he's like, never, definitely not. Well, if you do, I'm going to hate you forever and never talk to you again. Oh, I'll absolutely be there. And then us as the audience are going, well, clearly he's just not going to be there. Right. Like I don't know why we needed any of that, but was that fun for you guys at least? I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. for a different, I mean, it's clearly not for me, but maybe it's for someone else, you know? Um, uh, no, like I just, <laughs> we talk about this a lot in like the teen movies that we watch that like the romances never make sense and we're never, it's never explained why anybody likes each other or changes their mind about someone. Yeah. Like she is a guarded townie who like is sick of these summer visitors coming and going in and out of her life. And I don't think he ever said anything to convince her that he's different, <laughs> right, but she was right. just like, okay, I'll fall for you. And they were like boyfriend and girlfriend in like five seconds. I was yep. like, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. The, the worst part is the resolution of it is not, we will, you know, remain long distance relationship. It was just, she is resolved to be alone forever in her townie yeah. dumb and just be like, you just have to think <laughs> of me every time you, you think about women, you just have to pine for me forever. And I'm like, why, why are we here? Why are we, but here's uh, the clip of her uh, explaining that I think. Hey, glad to see you. Yeah. Uh, what time you get off work tonight? Eight. Oh, great. You gotta go meet okay, at the where? bait shop. I love it. I don't know. You're the one who lives here. Um, the bait shop? <laughs> sure. I'll buy some worms. You want to ditch me? 
Wait a second. Why? No. Why Never. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it um, I do have to say though, like I'm glad that he got more airtime, I guess, because as a kid, I like definitely had some some major sexual feelings nice. toward him. And then when I looked them up, um, Ian Michael Giotti is the kid that plays Ben. Mm-hmm. He got hot. And I was like, <laughs> Yowza. Like you would have thought that a little that little chubby kid that said, you know, blow it out your ass or whatever would have yeah. grown up to be such a hottie, but he's yeah, that he's was- yummy. That was the little brother then? Yeah, Ben was, was the little brother. And then Chris, yeah. Yeah, it looks like Chris Young was the was the Buck. Buck. Yeah, okay. he was in PCU, which I'm sure you guys have probably covered. Um, he plays the prefrage or whatever. I was he, he looked so familiar to me and I could not figure it out. We haven't done it on the podcast yet, but I want to. So nice. like. Hopefully no one else like I haven't. Well, and and it of yet, course, so. uh, of course, the precursor to having a guest on is that we make them vow to not look up the movie at all on Google. Right. <laughs> no. we, right. We yeah, do, that's true. We want like a raw uh, sort of reaction to just the movie. Right. Not like the who became what or when this was their You know what? What year did this come before the other movie that they were? You know, whatever. So it's it's always tough for the for the guests to not yeah. go down that deep dive of like, who is this person? Because I and I have to try not to also like Mandy is the the info person mandy does all the facts and she does all the digging and then i do all of the clips so i try my best to not look into any of this information ahead of time but it it does get uh tough on occasion here yeah well it's good when he knows stuff because sometimes i'm like completely fucking wrong (laughs) i'm just i'll say it and he'll be like um no actually (laughs) it's this but right. uh, this was annette Annette benning's very first movie which is kind of crazy yeah and i love her it was her first film debut so she might have done theater or something before that but. yeah sure uh i thought she did great as like a just a smarmy wife, like a rich wife you know like uh-huh. she has no idea what the, where the money comes from she doesn't really know what her husband does for a living she's just she's oh my just gosh. there <laughs> her it. reactions when um he's like you know i'm the one with the mercedes or whatever and she's like "Ooh, yeah get him like yeah. it's so good <laughs> i love it uh all right um let's see here where are we gonna go next from this we've got uh this obviously we've had a few of the movies that we've done that have had some of these actors previously we've of course had dan Aykroyd on a few yeah um, well there was there's like a, a few my standout character is um the old guy that owns the like that wally that owns yeah. everything yep um robert prosky he was in mrs outfire he played the you know the guy yes. that owned the tv station yeah the yeah. dinosaur the dinosaur yeah. show producer guy that yeah <laughs> The one that wants that's getting drunk with Robin Williams and he wants to go. Does she have a sister? Which yeah. is totally gross. <laughs> um, uh, I thought he was awesome. I love that he plugged in the lamp to fire at the bear. Yes, it was great. It was great. Uh, here's a clip of uh, him at the front desk when they go to check in. What happened to that uh, <clears throat> that dog's face? Porcupine quills. Loves porcupines. Hates people. She's in heat too. It's too bad you're not a dog. Love it. Short and sweet. Love it. All right. Yeah. When the, he um, talks about them going down to the mine and yelling and he's like, I'm not going to tell you what the teenagers do. But <laughs> sure. anyway, it rips to him. He died in 08. He was close. <laughs> rips to Wally. Bummer. Robert Prosky. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Where are we? Where are we going here? Uh, Mandy, do you have uh, any more on deck uh, fun facts? 
I wondered if um, this movie was going to run pretty thin with with. Yeah, facts. it did. Um, it was originally supposed to be called Big Country. I think okay. that The Great Outdoors is way better. It's a little longer though, so that's a little harder to say. Um, sure. I w- I remember as a kid watching a documentary on the training of the bear, and so oh. I was like really into. Um, it's Bart the bear was the bear's name. Nice. Um, and he during the filming he was 11 years old and he weighed 1,700 pounds. And I, when I was watching it, I, I rewatched it, that part where he's like, pound, sorry, my cat's knocking the table. Um, when he, when he's like pounding on the door, like that's like a person under there. So I don't even know like how that worked out. Cause that bear was 1700 pounds. Um, so I thought that was pretty neat. Um, yeah, Dan Eckhart was like right up there in it. I wonder how, mm-hmm. how practical that all was. If it was just weird angles or if he was really right up there with the bear, like, like fighting oh the bear was like the biggest baby ever it was like he was like a child basically to the person that raised him and um the guy that doug seuss is the guy that was his trainer um but yeah bart died in 2000 so rips to bart um but i remember there's a spot when the bear like first comes charging in the door you can see like the trainer's like stick or whatever that's like pointing at him to like tell him to do stuff nice so um and then really it was in California. It was filmed in California in October and November. So they had to like wire leaves and stuff on the trees to make it look like it was actually fall or okay. I'm sorry, summer. Um, and then the only other thing is, and I definitely watched this and it totally happens. Um, when the raccoon like spills the garbage everywhere after John Candy eats the old 96er. Yep. Um, they go and he goes to barf about the meat maggots on the meat. You yeah. can see Dan Aykroyd when he follows everyone and he goes, he, with his hand, he's like one, two, three. And then they all turn around and run back. <laughs> so it's like, he was like telling them like when to react to it. So, and you can totally see, I mean, it's like clear as day. Like you, you <laughs> wouldn't know that that's what he's doing if you didn't already know that. So that yeah. is all my fun facts for the whole movie. <laughs> oh, wow. Can, okay. Can Sorry. I that was kind of, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to ask about Bart. Did they really like shave his head or like, what do they put on his butt when they blow the hair off? His- <laughs> I, assume- I, I think that was probably a prosthetic. That wasn't a real okay. bear ass. Right. My favorite <laughs> okay. part of when they shot the bear the second time is it's running out and it's doing the crazy bear scream as it's running away. And then it, it, it feels like the bear turns and looks at its own ass and then just keeps <laughs> running. And I was like, I don't know how many times it took them to get that shot, but I loved it. I'm glad that I'm glad they threw that one in there. I mean, there were quite a few animals. They had like the raccoons, they yeah. had the horses when they were riding on the horses and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So the raccoons was an intro. I didn't, I, <laughs> I didn't get it. Did but... you stick around? Did you stick around through to the very end? Did you get the post credit oh, scene? No, I, I was watching. I only watched through like the singing and dancing in the bar. I didn't yep. know there was more. Yep. Oh, I man. stuck around just wondering. I was like, I feel like there's going to be post credits on this one. And so I, I ran it through to the end. And the raccoons come back again. Um, and one of them says, did you hear what happened to like Sarah, I think, or AC something or some late, it was some, whatever. And he was, was like, well, yeah. And she's like, why is she sitting in the lake? And they're like, oh, you didn't hear that. Uh, now she's bald on both ends or whatever. Like is the, <laughs> the end, that's basically the end of the movie. And I was like, no way. Look at that. But um, all right. So I wanted to ask you guys how, uh, first of all, how familiar are you with camping? Did you camp as children? Do you like camping? Um, would you rather camp in a tent or in this situation? Um, so either one I didn't, two. I didn't camp as a child. I camp now cause okay. my fiance is into the outdoors. I don't mind it. 
I just am like rickety. So sleeping in, on the ground yep. is very uncomfortable for me. Sure. So we have to bring like these like lightweight cots and a very thin like foam mattress. So my hips don't hurt for the okay. whole next day. So <laughs> I can camp in a tent. I just need accoutrement. I prefer to be in this lovely, you know, lakefront mansion with like a two-story screened in porch deck situation that's that's more my vibe <laughs> for sure for sure and mandy how about you um i camped as a kid i camped a lot especially before i had when my husband and i were together before we had our kid our friends we we cold weather camped and we would oh, wow. all um we would rustic camp so every time we camped it was in like state land there was no bathroom like you gotta dig a hole to shit kind of a thing gross yeah, um, just off yeah. the grid living your best I've life that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um so i do i really love fires like i love getting up in the morning and making coffee and all that kind of stuff i do i enjoy camping but nice. we haven't done it since we've i think we camped one time with kate when she was like two and it was like my worst fucking nightmare <laughs> i was like this is like well and two our friends the first ones that had a baby he was like less than a year old. And so can you imagine rustic camping, no water, a baby's like pooping their diaper and, and he, we were all intense. So he's crying all night long. It wasn't cold weather camping. It was just regular, but like none of us could sleep. I mean, yeah. it's different when, you know, your baby cries all night and we were, we didn't have kids. We were just like, what the fuck is this kid's problem? <laughs> Obviously we all had kids later and we're like, Oh, kids <laughs> just do this. So yeah, it's just being a child. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you, Matt? I camped some as a child, not a ton. If we ever did, it was like campground camping, which I sort of, it's weird because, but I liked like the culture of campground camping uh -huh. where like people are there every year, they come back and they like build a campsite. It's like, they, uh -huh. it's like a living space for them. Like they just are there constantly. They leave their trailers behind and like mm -hmm. they build like a oh, deck yeah. outside and a shed and the whole shot. They got like the weird tiki lamps around everything, you know? <laughs> And even now when, like, when we go out and just kind of explore around, like we drive around, you know, my, one of my favorite things to do is to stop at campgrounds and just put, like run through the loop just to see the type <laughs> of people that are out camping and, or like, who's got like the most badass golf cart. Cause I feel mm -hmm. like that's the, yeah. the big status symbol in all of the campgrounds is who's got the, the golf cart with like the largest wheels or some shit. I don't, I don't know what they do with them. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why they're there, but it makes me uh, smile. Uh, it is hard second, when you're de 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 oh sorry go ahead no i was just gonna add, i was gonna ask another question second question was uh what do you think fashion parade is and uh i would like for you to describe it for me when he talks about uh john candy says that they're going to pay, uh, play fashion parade while they're alone i'm just so curious <laughs> i'm so curious what fashion parade is i'll play the clip here in just a second do you think it's possible this is disturbing for me Please. I don't want to play fashion for anything. Why? You get to wear the good outfit. Oh, you get to wear the good outfit. Uh, you will be uh, Shilana. <laughs> Shilana, the oak tree woman. Oh, I love it when I'm the oak tree woman. <laughs> I just like how on board she is with it. She's like, she's uh -huh. pretty into it. I will be Bert. Bert. <laughs> I just, yeah, he'll be Bert. She'll be Shilana, the oak tree woman or whatever, but I, I just, just feel like he would break her. He would break yeah. her in half. <laughs> I, so I never like, I have always, which maybe it's because I'm a man of some size, but I've always looked at John Candy as like a handsome fat guy. Like he always yes. seems like, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it, but I just, I'm glad that he exists in the world 
to give a good name to <laughs> fat men out there and not just to be like slobbingly weirdos in every movie. I was like, look at John Candy. Like, that's what that's what I need to be. That's where I need to. That's good. I got to aim for John Candy. But I just thought it was fun that they yeah. were that he was trying to uh, initiate fashion parade in, in whatever that might be. You know, I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, they do have their kids there still. He's like, you could walk around naked as a bear. And I'm just like, mm, you yeah. can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. Um, let's see. Uh, it is we, a shame I, that everything smells like fish, too. That would be yeah. horrible. Sure, sure. They did do a balance of like that weird hokey sort of, haha, we got jokes, like everything smells like fish. And then they tried to like bring it home with like a heartfelt sort of um story or like a resolution in this like it's all about family and it's all about expectations you have for other people and uh you know equating both the relationship between John Candy and and Dan Aykroyd with the relationship between the townie girl and the son and how i don't know it's just, it's a, a weird dynamic they've got through this entire movie but they do yeah. still seem to 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 throw in those like everything smells like fish also or like you have to eat a 96 ounce steak, you know, too. And then they Which, keep throwing in those raccoons as like the Greek chorus of the movie that just sort of <laughs> continues you throughout. Like, what are we talking about? Where are we? Let's reset with the raccoons and then move forward, you know? Yeah. Well, that's like a total Midwest thing, too, is like you just you, like, oh, they put rocks on the cans. Those dumbasses. Like, we, yeah. We're just going to knock them over, you know, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, Dana, would you after all of this? Obviously, I'm kind of jumping to the end. But after everything they go through, would you let? Um, would you let, uh, Ro Roman and Kate and their kids move into your house after everything? I don't, am I related to Roman? Like, is it my sister? Like, do I have to have a say? Um, I'm definitely, I, I would probably, you know, my better nature would say yes, but there's a clock on it and I'm yeah. sticking to that clock. You get like a week maybe i don't know i don't know what the appropriate time frame would be but we'll put a clock on this Do not the span live forever the span would be a lot longer if he didn't bring those creepy twins is what i'm saying like if, if they oh, could yeah. just if they could go somewhere else to hang out and and just those two would come by but yeah those twins were were a rough go um yeah. so i've got a clip here of roman talking to the twins after the bear story <laughs> i love he's like he he overhears John Candy, like being a dad and like trying to, you know, yeah. make sure his kids are happy and, and safe and sound. And he's like, oh, this is what I have to do. I'm going to go try this out <laughs> myself. And we just get this. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> talking to talking to his twin girls in bed. I feel it incumbent upon me to set the record straight on the validity of the tale which Uncle Chet shared with us this evening. But this is super Zelensky for a sure. Fine story like that coming from the mouth of a recognized authority figure could be traumatizing for kids like yourselves. I know that because I had a similar experience with my uncle Roy and a story he used to tell about a family that went into the woods and was attacked by a band of escaped army psychiatric patients who'd been subjected to violent, hellish, torturous behavior. Yeah, we get it. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Like, so what we, is the weird, like, chiming music in there? I thought somebody's phone was going off no, like, in our no. interview. That was that uh, so weird. That's John Hughes, man. That's what that's what that is. Uh, every time we hear the damn raccoons, we get that same sort of zippy zappy John Hughes music too. Which I was like, oh, this is yeah, this is perfect. This is great. Uh, all right. Um, we didn't really play this "Meet the Townie Girl" clip, and I pulled it, oh. so we'll we'll mm -hmm. see why. You know, okay. I've never had a boyfriend for longer than two weeks. Yeah, this is the. 
the explanation. So I was such a bitch to you that first night. No, you weren't. Yes, no, yes, you I was. No big deal. Don't worry about it. That's why I don't understand what I'm doing here. Yeah, neither do we. Whatever. <laughs> just, cut, <laughs> just cut the clips short. Who cares? Whatever. Did you, when you were young, did you think that she was pretty? Were you like, oh, yeah, I dig her? Me? Uh, yeah. Well, I, yeah. Pretty, I pretty much thought every uh, female in a Teenage young girl. teen movie was 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 pretty hot. You know, there was the few exceptions, I suppose. But but yeah, yeah, she was all right. Uh, and who am I to judge, you know? <laughs> there's, <laughs> well, that's there's the whole pro- point of having a podcast. Right. Yeah. Just to judge other things for sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> people people need to know my opinion. Um ooh, uh did you guys ever do a food challenge? Have you ever tried to tackle the 96er or anything like that? Or have you ever been present in the room while that happened? Never a 96er, but there was this thing we used to do as like a team bonding event before a big sporting thing on like whether it was like field hockey, soccer, soft whatever I was playing. There's this place called Pete and Elda's in Neptune, New Jersey, where I'm for, like originally from, okay. where you can eat a whole like very giant slice of pizza, pe- like a giant pizza. And if you do it, you win a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. And we would always do this like the day before an important like sporting match. And you're like, <laughs> now I'm just bogged. I'm laden with like carbs. And, like it was. Yeah. <laughs> It was weird. It was gross, but I have like seven t-shirts. So nice, nice. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, Mandy, uh, have you ever done or participated or been in the room for one of these contests? Um, my husband is on the wall of flame at the wings, etc. Okay. He ate six of like they're really super like the super death hot. fire. <laughs> yeah. And um, we, we, the next day when he had to poop, <laughs> I, I mean it was like like you could hear just the screams like <laughs> across town nice. and it was and he has had never had that happen before oh my gosh sorry i lost my phone <laughs> oh, um, no. he <laughs> he had never had that happen before i was like are you serious like you've never had like spicy food and then the next day want to die and he's like no well, but this time like that's so like it's kind of tainted like he sure. enjoyed the wings, but really, all he 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 just has yeah. PTSD from the spicy poop the next day. I have failed at two uh, eating challenges so <laughs> far. Uh, one year, uh, Brian and I went for our uh, every year we do a se- our senior skip day. We redo that same day over again after high school. Every year on the same date, we've done it. And actually, next year will be our twentieth uh, yeah, skip day crazy. that we did, which is fucking Ooh. nuts. But um, one year we went and did a food challenge, and it was like a humongous pile of prime rib and all of the fixings and everything else. And it was, you know, there was mashed potatoes and other things. And that's where they get you like that. The, they made you eat like a roll ahead of time. And like, just, I was like, this is just no way. And (laughs) you waste so much time racing to get it done that you don't enjoy the meal, which would have been an amazing meal if we'd have just sat and ate like a King for a minute, you know? Um, but instead you're just trying to race the clock and it turns the entire experience into a very awful, awful time. And then more recently, Stu McAllister, who's been on the podcast several times, uh, has, uh, had tried to eat an entire, I think it was like a 50 inch pizza or just something stupid, just humongous. And we, you got to have partners. You got to try it together with someone else. And I I absolutely failed. We didn't get through maybe a quarter of the pizza before we just decided it wasn't worth it and we were done. But, uh, yeah, so failure on both counts for my for my attempts at the food challenges. But we are uh, just about to the end of this first segment here. And before we get to the end, we do have a little activity that we do with all of the guests. And that also has a theme song. And the theme song goes like this. Chop this, chop this synopsis. 
provided by Mr. Bob Fredericks, one of our many time guests. It is chop this synopsis. And what that means is Dana, we would like for you to take this movie, the great outdoors and condense it down to 10 words or less. So give us the entire story, as much of it as you can cram into 10 words or less, something you to put on the back of a DVD or up on the drop down on a Netflix deal, uh, something to entice people to click. Uh, you'll have the break to figure it out, so you don't need to panic right away. Um, but when you come back with us, have that 10 word or less synopsis of The Great Outdoors, and we will be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody, it's me, your boy, Stu McAllister. I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast. Please make it your fourth favorite podcast. It's constant swearing, occasionally funny. Free episodes every Monday and Thursday. Patreons every other day of the week. You're going to love it. Or maybe you'll just hate it. Either way, listen. Thanks. Chop this, chop this synopsis. And we're back. All right. Go do what all of those ads said to do. It's probably just some podcasts that are friends of ours. So go listen to them. And hopefully, if you like this podcast, you'll listen to those as well. And we are very excited to be back with Dana Griffin from the Recap and Gown podcast. Please, Dana, if you could regale us with your 10-word or less synopsis of The Great Outdoors. Okay. I have gone with family vacation ruined by obnoxious relatives. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all <laughs> you need. Sorry. That is down to, <laughs> down to its bare minimums. That's the worst yeah. of this movie, you know? we. Uh, <laughs> I, I started thinking about this, Mandy we never really discuss like the full on synopsis of the movie until we get to the halfway point, you know, where we make the, the guests sort of rehash everything. But I mean, if you're watching, if you're listening to this, you know, what's happening. You've, you've been here before, you know, this movie. Um, so, uh, yeah. You want to start doing it at the beginning and make people be like, Oh, now I want to watch this movie. I don't know. I want to listen. Yeah. This is, this is me workshopping live on the podcast. Well, I know, but what if, what if like, what if it's like a shitty synopsis? Like people are like, Oh, I'm not listening to this. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But anyhow, <laughs> welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I was like, we crib ours from Rotten Tomatoes and then shit on it the whole entire time. Yeah, so like, <laughs> we do that. We start with it and we're like, this is terrible. I and then listened, don't explain the movie any further. So it's fine. <laughs> I briefly listened to your um, Can't Hardly Wait episode, which is one of my favorite movies uh, of all time. So, and I knew there, like I said, there are a few of ours that are going to obviously overlap that we're going to both yeah. cover. Um and that was one that I had to check it out and see what was going on with it, which was I, I very much enjoyed. So if anybody's awesome. into uh, uh, switching over and, and going and checking that one out, even if you've already heard our version of it, it's totally worth the listen. So go check out their uh, listen or their uh, version of the uh, Can't Hardly Wait podcast there. Uh, but in the meantime, I did want to play. We talked about the 96er before we left and I forgot to play the clip. So here is the rundown of what the 96er uh, or the the waste is, is, I guess. The yeah. Oh, yeah, and she's been in a ton of stuff, too. I just can't yeah, remember Yeah, she that. has. She was. <laughs> okay. Miss, uh, what's the old 96er? Oh, that's our world-famous Paul Bunyan's Blue Ox Steak. It is a 96-ounce prime-aged beef steak. And if you or any member of your party orders the old 96er and finishes, everybody eats for free. Ah. <laughs> Want to go for it, girls? <laughs> God. Oh, you <laughs> That's the best. Like that. yeah. I'll try it. Okay, great. Yeah, uh, seriously though, has anybody ever eaten one? Oh, oh, no, no, not in my lifetime. No. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, 
Yep, go I ahead. was just a little surprised. I thought, like, because I feel like I remember, like, seeing clips of that. I thought they were both going to try to do it. And I feel uh, like John Candy was very easily nudged into eating like a 96-ounce <laughs> steak. I was like, oh, we weren't competitive? He just goes, Chet, you eat it. And Chet goes, oh, yeah, sure. Like, no I, I, argument. I feel like that was just John, uh, was just uh, Dan Eckward trying to get the meal paid for because he didn't have <laughs> yeah. any money. He's like, right. oh, if you, if you finish this, the whole right. meal is free. This is it. This is what we need. I am. I would also, I feel like when you hear about a 96 ounce steak, like in your mind, it, it is, it seems doable. It's like once you see the food, when you're like, fuck, like there's no way I can do this. Yeah. And one side is super thin and the other side is super fat. And in my mind, I'm like, how in the hell did that even cook evenly? Like <laughs> one side would be raw or the other side would be like totally well done. It was like a very shittily sure. butchered steak. <laughs> when Brian and I did our challenge, he opted for it to be medium rare, I think. Yeah. And I opted for it to be medium well. And in order for them to get that large of a cut of meat for us, it was legit like the size of my head. Like it was like a block of meat, the size of it was crazy. But in order for them to cook it throughout for me, they cut it into three sections. Like they split it into uh -huh. three sections to cut it even or cook it evenly. And for him, they just left it as a, a brick of meat. It was uh -huh. insanity. And I'm like, I think I got the better deal out of this because it's halfway cut up for me, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> but half, literally half of the trouble with that was just the idea that you had to chew that much food to get. Oh my gosh. Food. Your it poor was, jaw. It was just fatiguing yeah. the whole time. Yeah. It was, it was not, not a good <laughs> I mean, experience. And what kind of a monster orders prime rib medium? Well, like <laughs> I seriously, am not even sure that we can be friends anymore yeah. because <laughs> it's just, did you put ketchup on it too? Yeah, right. right, right. <laughs> oh my gosh! For, for sure, absolutely. That, that added to the challenge. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Do I have any more clips? Oh, I did want to. This is very much. Uh, this is like high on the Zelensky scale of uh, Dan Ack right here. This list of him. Uh, yeah. Uh, explaining the the vista that he's looking at while they're sitting out on the porch here. I love. I see the underdeveloped resources of northern Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan. I see a syndicated development consortium. That's who I am, and that's what I care about. Products. <laughs> I see a paper mill, and if the strategic metals are there, a mining operation. A green belt between the condos on the lake and a waste management facility, focusing on the newest rage in toxic waste, medical refuse, infected bandages, body parts, IV tubing, contaminated glassware. And, and I love it. He's just like, well, bury it in the lake. Radioactive waste, all safely contained, sunken in the lake, and sealed for centuries. Now, nice. I ask you, what do you see? Yeah, whatever. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> I see <Sounds> trees. Like, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like development in Austin. Like, oh, we'll slap a little park in there. But the rest of it is multi-function yeah. purpose. I was like, oh, this guy yeah. it's right in down here. Yeah, and it's, yeah. they're going to name it, too. It's going to be like Spring Valley or, or Rolling Meadows. And that's like what used to be there. But really, yeah. they just like buried it. <laughs> yeah. Now it's flat and next to a man-made lake filled with syringes at the bottom. <laughs> body parts yeah sure. the kids <laughs> that's right let's go digging all right um let's just jump straight into some games i think i've covered most oh i do have well we'll play this one kind of toward the end then that'll be uh what we'll do for that and uh yeah you want to jump into some games mandy sure. yeah i'm all about it let's do this one this one's got a theme song as well and it's very short and goes like this box office theme song <laughs> boom box office theme song recorded live <laughs> Recorded live on the air by Mr. Stu McAllister. Mandy, take it away. All right, Dana, how much do you think that the budget was to make this movie back in 1988? The budget. 
I'm thinking candy's the highest ticket item on this. Yep. Probably. Um, I'm going to say, okay. Cause we also really recently watched a trash movie from 1991 that had like a $12 million budget. So I'm going to say this one, I'm going to go 18. Okay. okay. I was going to stick somewhere around that 14, 15 era, like area there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was 24 million. Ooh. All right. Like, I do like they had, you know, some decent music like the, yeah. which by the way, the yakety yak song, I cannot hear that song and not think of this movie like yeah. 100%. Any of those kind of songs it's that. And then like, um, in planes, trains and automobiles, when he's, when he flips the car around and he's doing the, the dashboard piano and then the, uh-huh. the, the, <laughs> the horn. Uh, yeah. The horns like, <laughs> There are several songs that associate, and then pretty much any polka now reminds me of John Candy just from (laughs) From Home Alone. (laughs) From Home Alone stint, but yeah. Every time I hear anybody like mention Sheboygan, he's like very big in Sheboygan. Sheboygan. (laughs) Uh, Polka, polka, polka. (laughs) Polka, polka. No. Oh my God. This is so bad. Um, all right. So Dana, how much do you think that this movie has made worldwide gross roughly up until today? I don't, I don't, I, I uh, if I'm going to venture a guess, which I have to, <laughs> um, <laughs> yep, just shoot from the hip, see what happens. Um, Again, there's no winners. You don't, you don't have to be, yeah. <laughs> you don't no, have to I want to be good it. at this. Right, I'm like right. good at weird trivia and facts. Um, go. I'm going to say 67. Okay. Ooh, okay. Matt. Uh, I mean, it's part of the classic run of his movies. I would think it's got a lot of people that were watching it just for the sake of it being a John Candy film and then having everybody who's associated with it associated. So I will give it, I don't think I'm going to go quite that far though. I'm going to go up to like 52. Okay. Yeah. It was only 43. I felt like they would have, it would have been higher than that just from the amount of like people that are in it. It's had some star power behind it and mm -hmm. some clout with it. Yeah. I mean, it made money budget. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I would have liked to have have it had doubled. Like if it would have been 48, I would have been a lot happier, but sure. But another success in the string, I would say. Yeah, that's good. You know, they got their paychecks. So whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And you want to continue on along? Yeah, for sure. To the next game. All right. Our next game also has a theme song provided by one of our listeners. Here we go. Let's play guest All right, listener and uh, also guest, previous guest a couple of times over, Brandon Alberta provided that one. Love you, Brandon. Okay, <laughs> uh, we'll just start with the heavy hitters. Dana, how old do you think that um, Dan Aykroyd was when this movie came out in 1988? 1988, Dan Aykroyd, I'm going to say 42. Okay. okay, Matt? I will say, God, I want to say he's in his, I don't know, I'll say 38. He was only 36. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Which, it's We've funny, Dana, because <laughs> well, you're and you're seeing this as an adult where when we watch these films as kids, like everyone just seems like really fucking old. And then Dan Aykroyd was a year younger than me when he was in this movie. And I still feel like he looks like he was like 50. Like, it's yeah. so weird to me. Yeah. To, I, to I, see. I was, yeah. I was prepared for him to be my age. And I was just like, because I was like watching this, I was like, "How old are they?" And I'm like, probably just like thirty-seven. Um, my, my fiance is older than me. He's watching. He's like, "I bet John Candy," which I'm sure you're gonna ask me, and we'll find yep, out in yep. a second. But he's like, "I bet John Candy was younger than me in this film," and I was like, "Probably." Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> we'll old, this is fun. We're getting we're getting guesses from other people now too. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is like something that I think about now when I watch movies. Yeah. Um, well, to me, okay. to oh, me yeah, it's sorry. never it's never about the age thing and like how it's just how much more successful they were at a time prior to where I am in my life. And I'm like, how yeah. how are you multi millionaire times over? And I'm just like hanging out in a closet recording a podcast. Like this is. Um, the guy, myself. the guy that played Buck, Chris Young, the cutie, um, he, he's like a CEO for Nickelodeon now. Wow. Like he's like one of like the main people for Nickelodeon. So I was like, uh, and I tried to look up his net worth, but the only person that came up for Chris Young was the country music singer. So apparently nobody gives a shit about this person. Yeah, but. Sure, sure. <laughs> All right. So we, since we talked about it, Dino, okay. how old do you think John Candy was in this movie? So I was trying to do the math as well because I know he died in 1995 because I cried when I found out. Yeah, sure. Um, And so I'm like seven years before that, knowing that Dan Aykroyd was 36. I'm going to stick with 42. I like it. It's a good number. It's the answer to everything. (laughs) I'll give him just a 40. We'll just go with solid 40. Yeah, he was 38. Okay. 38. I know. Well, and the thing too is like something that we can't wrap our minds around now, our generation or the people our age is these people all got married and started having kids. And they're like, when they were barely 20, because obviously Buck is like in high, you know, Buck is old. Yeah. So, and you know, if he's only, yeah. So anyways, it's just, he's got to go back to the mountains and marry a townie girl here in the next couple of years. Yeah. Well, he's what blows yeah. my mind is that you said that he died. Like John Candy was dead seven years after this movie was made. That's crazy. Yeah, to me. yeah. I looked at it when it said ninety four, and I was like, that is so long ago. Like, yeah, I don't. It yeah. just seems so fresh yeah. when and when we had um like when you realize how long people have been gone. Like Robin Williams, it's it's just amazing that it's been so long because it still seems so fresh. But yeah, for sure. That's what happens when you can see them all anytime you want. You just got to press play, you know? Yeah, that's it. They're like frozen in time yeah. for, in, on these streaming services. Uh, Mandy, uh, do you have any more ages? I, I just, for fun, um, oh, okay. the kids are always the funnest. Um, how old do you think Chris Young was, the guy that played Buck? 19. Okay. Matt? Uh, I'll say 15. He was 17. Okay, right and, in the middle. Um, yeah, cool. and just at the same time, Ben was 11. Okay. Um, the kid that played Ben, the, the girl that, yeah, um, I did not look up the twins. There oh, okay. was nothing I wanted to, cause I wanted to find out what their net worth was, but there's nothing on these girls. They were in one other movie and like, it's like somebody just erased them from like the <laughs> entertainment. So they quite they, possibly might not have been real. Like yeah, they, they just, they opened the portal. They opened the portal and went back home wherever. Yeah. They yes. were just on set and wouldn't leave. And they're like, I guess they're part of the movie now. Like, they, they came with the cabin when they rented yeah. the cabin. <laughs> they ordered a cabin with twins, but not with bats. Yeah. Uh, we said twin beds. Sorry. That's what. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Um, so, yeah, I don't know those girls. Um, uh, Robert Prosky, who played Wally, who I love, he was 50 um and let's see Annette Benning was only 30 so she looks pretty good that's crazy that she started her career at 30 in yeah. film um and then uh the girl that played Connie the Stephanie for Ferrisi she was 36 so we got the whole 
Got the whole family. Basically, right. the whole cast there. Yeah, sure. except for the the weird ass twins that I couldn't find any information on. <laughs> They're timeless. They they were both four hundred years old. <laughs> Hillary, Hillary and Rebecca Gordon. Yeah, they yeah. they were actually from the Salem witch days. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, <laughs> all right. We're gonna move on to the next game, and that one also has a theme song. Oh, turn it down before you start it. Otherwise, it's gonna be loud. <laughs> I think. I think we've adjusted accordingly, but maybe not. So pre- be prepared for a loud sound real quick. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Did you hear that sound? <laughs> Ooh, that sound. The sound that just played you. <laughs> So good. <laughs> this song, uh, this this game is called "What's That Sound?" That theme song was provided by Mr. Jared Hibbs. We love uh, you, Jared. All right, we have three sounds from the film. What I do is I'll listen to or I'll watch this movie, pull clips, and in the process, I'll find whatever dumb noises are happening in the background that I think it's plausible that someone might be able to recognize. So I've pulled three of those clips today that I'll be playing for you. And what'll happen is Mandy has not heard these clips either. So, Dana, you'll get first swing at these if you can tell me what's happening on screen. If you can't get it, you take a couple of guesses and it's just not going to happen for you. We go to Mandy. Mandy, if you can't get it, then it goes to the listeners and then they can email us or message us in and see if they can get it. So. I'm still laughing about the twin bed. <laughs> I know, it's so stupid. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm like trying to get ready to hear and like I have tears in my eyes because I'm holding in my laughter about they just came with the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> right. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Mandy, we're going to have to have you turn your mic off. <laughs> no. All right. Here we go. All right. First sound. All right. That was it. Can you tell me what's happening on screen? Those are the raccoons talking to each other. Outside that, of the that is correct. That is correct. We started with a softball. That one's pretty easy. Okay. All right. Here we go with the next one. All right. If you want to hear it again, I'll play it again if you need it. <laughs> Is that what he was water skiing? No, no. <laughs> oh, that's that's the best oh. guess. That's the best guess so far. I was like, did you just like cut out the rest of the sound? In that? <laughs> All right. Now I need everyone to hear this again, but under the guise um, of. Under- <laughs> John Candy water skis. Yes, yeah. All right, let's everyone listen in as John Candy water skis. Oh, I love it. All right. Mandy, do you? Do you yeah, do you I had have... to turn my mic off, otherwise, you wouldn't have been able to hear that clip. Um, it's like you... after he shoots the bear in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> that is the sound of a bear, of a bear screaming and running away. John Candy Waters. Yep, for sure. That is correct. (laughs) Shit, that is so funny. I have not laughed that hard in I don't know how long. My face awesome. That is ridiculous. Okay. (sighs) We do have one more sound, uh, and that sound goes like, and remember, you can have me repeat it if you need to. Here it goes. Okay. Yeah. Wait, one more time. I'm going to precurse this with saying that that is not the sound of John Candy enjoying any <laughs> any sort of water sports at all. So let's play it again. Yeah. It's very um, short. 
uh, I don't. Was it when they were trying to fight the bat or something? I don't know. No, no, that's a good okay. guess. But nope, that is not correct. If you're, uh, if that's your final swing, we'll pass it on yeah, to Mandy. Yeah, All right, that's it. Mandy, we'll play it for you one more time. Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh, God, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a, a pterodactyl in a loop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Here we go. Yeah. It might be a tough <sighs> one. This, this one might make it to the audience. We'll see if someone else can. Um, I have no, I have no idea. Okay. What we'll do uh, is yeah. we'll, we'll play it one more time, clean through. If Dana, if you've got a wild guess you want to toss in before we just leave it up to them, but here it is one more time, clean through. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It sounds like a bear, but I don't know. I don't know. Sure. Sure. Okay. And I did pick that one because I thought it would be the hardest. So I'm, I'm, okay. yeah. it makes sense that you guys didn't get it. But if anybody listening in wants to give that one a shot and send us in, um, a guess uh, if you want to and you get it correct if you're the first one to get it in uh, I'll ask you for your address and I'll send you some podcast swag we'll get you a keychain <laughs> and some, some stickers or something too um, alright so there's that uh, that's the three of those nice job two out of three is not bad not bad at all um, we there have, were a few scenes oh sorry that we haven't talked about that like the leeches scene yep, is one yep. that I remember as a kid like being totally freaked out by um, with the dead, the dead 109 year old guy where they like kiss him on the cheek and he on died the on the way. The- yeah. Oh. Uh, it's so gross. He's like, you're disgusting. That's that would like ruin a child for the rest of their life. Like that was, yeah. that's the sort of thing that you remember forever. But yeah. That's uh, and the, he's like, I don't want him climbing all over him. I'm like, oh no, it's sweet. Oh, it's so disgusting. The worst part is that he knew, like it would have been uh-huh. one thing if they'd have been like, wait a minute, is he not okay? Like, and then nudged him a little bit, but he was like, no, he died in the car on the way over. And they just. <laughs> They propped him up there for the for the show. I love it. I feel like that's your fear as a kid. Like anytime you're around an old person, like they're yes. gonna be like gross or like dead. And then yep. it was true. And you're like, yeah, yep. I'd be scarred. Ooh. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That is um, very true. All right, and then we do have one more game. This okay. game is quite possibly the worst game that's ever been invented. Um, it's very new for us. We've only done it like five or six times. It makes absolutely no sense. And if you don't win this, please do not feel bad about anything. Uh, what this game is, it's a game called Forwards Backwards. And we take a, uh, so that what I'm about to play you is a series of forward phrases in the movie, all from the same speech. And they're all little segmented forward chunks. One of those chunks has been reversed and turned backwards. And I'm playing that at the beginning. So you're going to hear a backwards phrase and then a series of frontwards ones. And you tell me which phrase was the backward phrase. Why don't you just play the theme song and it'll explain it. It's true. <laughs> I, I forgot to pull the theme song. So that's what oh, we're going to get. Oh, darn. Sorry, Stacy. Uh, Stacy sent in a very concise synopsis of what this game means. And she described it better than I will ever be able to describe it. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, we don't have that today. So hopefully uh-huh. just listening to the clip, you'll get it. What I'll do is play the backward portion a couple of times before we get to the next part. So here we go. Here's okay. the backwards portion of the game. So how nip you so how nip you one more time. So how nip you Okay, so that's the backwards part. What you need to do is try to figure out what that's being said forward by using these next few examples. Here we go. So how nip you is it? Over eight feet high. Or with big white teeth. Or with big black claws. Or bald-headed killer bear. 
All right. So there are four options that it could be. Again, you, there is no reason that you should ever get this right. This game is real stupid. And what happened <laughs> was I made up the I made up the name of the game first, and then tried to retrofit a game into what it what it was called. So, uh, if you want to hear it again, I can certainly do it. But if you want to guess one, two, three, or four, you probably have just as likely of a a chance at getting it right. <laughs> Let me tell you though that I was like trying to figure out like what could yes. those sounds be. They yep. came out the other way, like um. I was like, oh, he's definitely talking about the bear story. But yep, this, they're all, all they're all all four are taken from the bear story. I want to make I try to make it as like uh, easy for me to chop out these sections as possible. So whenever anyone's got like a huge monologue, and I do want to say this movie had like there was like six or seven minutes solid of this story that he tells about yes. this crazy ass bear, and I'm sitting here pulling the clips for it, going, oh, I kind of want a clip of the bear story. But I'm like, either, clearly we can't just sit here and listen to six minutes of John Candy talking. So I just decided I'll forego the whole thing and we'll just we'll skip over that part. But Okay. I'm just going to just throw out a guess. Because, okay. Yeah. Like I honestly, they all sounded very similar. Yep. I'm going to go two. Okay. All right. All right. Mandy, do you want to venture a guess? It's basically no. you just guessing one, two, three, four. No, I think it was three. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to play it backward one more time. So how Oh, I guess twice. All right. And the correct answer, of course, was number three, Mandy. Very good. Oh, very well. <laughs> it was, it was uh, yeah, with big black claws is what the answer yeah, was. Yeah, I heard answer. Saul. Yep, I heard Saul and I was like, oh, what's that's last backwards. And I'm like, what's last? And then he said claws and I was like, bam. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. All right. And that uh, is the end of the games portion of the of the podcast. So we've gotten this far. Very good. Very good. Um, at this uh, end of the podcast, generally, we're getting toward the end. We want to ask, did we not cover anything that you hoped that we would? Is there anything that you wanted to point out to anyone listening in or anything uh, that you found just kind of fun or interesting about the process of uh, watching this movie? Um, I would like to say, I thought about it earlier. Um, the John Candy stump doubles were doing a lot in this film. Mm, they had to yes. water ski. They had <laughs> sure to did. fight with a bear. They were doing a lot. So I appreciated them. Did you guys want to hear uh, the... <laughs> the water ski? You guys want to hear the, yeah, the, stunt, the stunt double doing the water ski section? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyhow. Yep. <laughs> oh, man, that tickled me. Um, but... Trying to think if there's anything. I just, I think the one thing we were talking about the 96er, which I feel like I've heard this phrase and just didn't know to equate it, equate it to this film where he, he eats most of it, but he leaves like the gristle on the bone and he looks at the chef. And he's like, he ain't done yet. Yeah. I thought that was. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Uh, now, okay, this is, I am like uh, of a minority of people who really enjoys the fat on meat. Like, I know a lot of people don't, but if it's like a crispy, like, especially if it's on the grill, like, oh, or like chicken skin, like, this is why I have a weight problem <laughs> and probably horrible cholesterol because right. I do enjoy, like, I was like thinking when I'm watching that, I'm like, I would have eaten the fat first. So I've been like, mm, this right. is good, good stuff. <laughs> What's crazy in, in this household, uh, my wife will cut the, the fat off of a piece of meat before cooking it even. And I'm like, that oh, is no. un unacceptable. Oh, like that is no. where the flavor that's how, that's Crap. you cook the the meat. And then if if you want to cut it off at that point, you know, whatever, that's up to you. But you'd never you don't remove it before you cook a steak no. or before you cook a piece, whatever. Yeah. 
So that's where the yeah, that's where it that's, all resides. Right. Like, that's the flavor that. comes in from all that yeah. nonsense. That's what we need. But yeah, so <laughs> that's a big point of contention in this household over here. <laughs> but, all right, uh, Mandy, did we not did we cover did we miss anything that you were hoping we would cover? No, I think we covered it all. It was no. I mean, it was very thorough. I feel like we got all the way through the movie and talked about all the key points. For sure, for sure. Um, so our big question then, usually at the end of each episode, Dana, is would you watch this movie again? Were you put to your own devices? Would you would you make the attempt to watch it again? Uh, no, it's not my favorite John Candy movie. So I don't know if it's just like, yeah, like I'm not a kid. Maybe it was like enjoyable if I had been like, you know, I was five when it came out. It yeah. might have been right in my wheelhouse then. But for now, I'm like, no, I want to go back and watch Delirious and see if that holds up. <laughs> or like some of the other ones that he's in. Uncle Buck, I feel like. Yes. Oh, so Uncle good. Buck was, Uncle Buck was great. I love it. Yeah. Um, Mandy, how about you? Would you watch this movie again? I mean, yeah. you, you bought it. So I bought probably, it. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Hope so. You spent <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. What, like $14 on it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think it was 14 I think it was oh, $9.99. Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. I was probably drunk and we got our stimulus. So I'm just like, woohoo. <laughs> Just make, making it rain on the, the candy yeah. estate. Um, I will probably never watch this movie again. It was good. I, I'm glad I did watch it again. But I mean, there's really just, there's no point. There's there's nothing really super compelling. It's pretty easy to follow along. It does it does quite a bit of foreshadowing before, you know, like it lets you kind of know where the movie's going to go before it gets there. Um, I was frustrated with the idea of him trying to save those girls down the well that they fell down. And they and he went back and went down to try to save them. like nobody decided. Yes. Let's wait for your uncle to get back yeah. before he decides to jump down this uh, cavern and kill himself. But, so yes, one hundred percent. I do think like a lot of the times that this movie was watched was when it was on television. Like we watched sure, yeah. it a lot when it was like when it would just show up on like TBS or whatever. So right. we, there's not a lot of chances that it's just going to be on, and you're going to be like, oh, we should watch this because that's just not the world we live in now. <laughs> Yeah. I did enjoy the fact that Dan Aykroyd didn't like come out on top in the movie. Like he was such a dick that I'm glad he was like, okay, now I have to live in my brother-in-law's basement for a few weeks while I, you know, get my life put back together again, which was, yeah, nice. but it was so shitty. He bought all those lobster tails for $28 yeah. a piece. <laughs> like he could have like used that for like a down payment back. I mean, apartments in 88 freaking the housing market in 88 was like, you can buy anything for like $5,000. Like this is bullshit, but for sure. Sure. whatever and he rented that jet boat yeah well with the lobsters do you think you're like maybe they fell off a truck or something because i'm like yeah. how are you getting lo- like i'm from the east coast so i'm like yes lobsters we can get like how are you getting lobsters in minnesota in like a <laughs> summer town that just seems like they're not a good quality right like, right <laughs> now that's probably what it was he probably, he probably got a bin of discount lobster tails or something <laughs> but there were Rewatching it again, though, there were several times when he was at the bar and he asked Chet to pay for the drinks. And then he was very excited about him finishing that steak and paying for everyone's meal. And I was like, oh, maybe these are like little subtle hints that we're supposed to pick up on the fact that that he just doesn't have any money and he's kind of falling apart anyway. So, oh, and his wife just doesn't care that he hasn't actually worked his job for two years. Yeah. Right. No, like, no explanation or discussion about that at all. Just, she's like, I would have understood. I would have been like, yeah, bitch, I would have understood two years ago, but you're lying ass <laughs> for two years. Like I'm divorcing you. For sure. Like, for sure. Um, and then uh, let's see, what do we, Oh, uh, I guess now, I mean, it's time to pretty much talk about uh, plugs. So what do you, uh, what would you like to point people toward Dana and any sort of social media stuff that you've got? What, what should people know about? 
Yeah, well, definitely my only thing is really just the Recap and Gown podcast, which is available everywhere you get your fine podcast things. I don't know. Sorry. Sure, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll also include some links uh, in the description as well. So. so yeah, we release every Monday and then um, we do have a Twitter and Instagram, which are just Recap and Gown Pod. So R-E-C-A-P-A-N-D-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. So that's for Twitter and Instagram. And if you're on Facebook, which I am, but I don't really enjoy, but my co-host Brian runs our like fan club group. So if people want to join the fun in the Recap and Gown fan club on Facebook, please do. For sure. Yeah, I actually went on uh, Facebook. I was like, I wonder if they have a page on Facebook somewhere that I can check uh, check out. But I didn't find that, but I did find the the fan page. So I'll, yeah. I'll be, I'll be poking around in there in a, in a few minutes just to see what's going on in there. Uh, so yeah, if you're listening in and you like this podcast about older movies, I mean, it, it's kind of that same thing. If you're around that same age and, and period of time, the, those movies from like the, the mid nineties and a little bit later on, yeah. that's kind of where, where you guys float around. So I know there's a yeah. ton of our listeners who are into that genre of film and they should be able to head on over there and uh, enjoy that experience as well. So check us out. Yeah, please do that. Mandy, do you have anything happening in life that you want to point people toward? Um, I would like to point out to people that COVID is not over. (laughs) Um, We had, we had it in our house. Um, My daughter tested negative today. So that's good. My husband has had it in the last like, you know, a couple weeks. Um, And I got another test done just to make sure that I'm negative again. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so, and it's everywhere right now, like in Plainwell, I just heard that Walmart had 25 employees. So they're, cl- they're closing down my actual store. Yeah. Um, this is of course in Plainwell, Michigan, in case you're listening yes. from, from outside. Oh yeah. Sorry. Obviously your, your listeners. Well, and in, in, in Michigan, it's yeah, it's here in, in the, <laughs> pla- the place that my daughter goes to school last week, they had 44 cases. So, um, please like don't pretend like life is normal because it's yeah, not we're, we're getting there we're, we're moving in the right yeah. direction but we are not there yet so please yeah please. like get vaccinated because uh, that will help but my when we have doing been doing everything for a year like we're supposed to and my husband got it from work so like yep, for sure for sure Yep. So go do all that stuff. Stay safe out there, folks. But for us, if you want to get more from us at all, you can find us on Instagram at another episode podcast on Instagram. We post every Sunday. We we post the movie poster of the movie that we will cover on the following Wednesday. We take out the uh, the stars faces from the poster and we replace them with the guests. So Dana, you're going to be somewhere on the great outdoors poster um, and it'll be on uh, Instagram. I mean, there's only two choices. So yeah. Yeah. Do you have have a preference? Would you like to be John Candy or Dan Aykroyd? I think I want to be John Candy. For sure. Yeah. yeah. More more likable, more likable character. Um, And uh, you can email us if you want to try to guess that clip that they did not get during uh, what's that sound. You can do so at another episode podcast at gmail.com, or you can just message us on the Facebook at another episode podcast. We're on Twitter at another ep pod and all kinds of places there. My big plug is I have been recently uh, beaten down in the realm of comedy far enough that I've decided to start playing video games on Twitch. I can't do stand-up comedy in real life anymore. So what I do is just play video games online and try to make people laugh while I do it. So you can find me on Twitch at Mattopoly83. That's M-A-T-T-O-P-O-L-Y-83 at twitch.tv. Yeah, that's where you or twitch.tv <laughs> slash that thing I said. So yeah, you can find me there. <laughs> 
and uh, it's a great time. It's a good time. A lot of fun. So we play video games there. Uh, otherwise, I mean, at the end of this stuff, we have really no way to end these. We just kind of ramble on toward the end if we don't play a clip. So what we decided to do is just play a clip at the end, close things out. And today, the clip's going to sound. Uh, well, before we get there, thank you so much again, Dana. For, yes, thank for you. Us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, I hope we get some, uh, I hope you hear from some of our listeners over to you. You'll have to let us for know. For sure. If you get a little boost from the Michigan area. So, uh, all right. But our final clip is going to sound like this. Hey, don't talk to adults that way. Why not? Because it's rude. Oh, blow it out your ass. All right. That's it. Guys. <laughs> thank you so much. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.